Follow Friday is always a fun time. I get to interview a really interesting snapper, and this one is no exception. My guest, Mike McAdams, is not afraid to provoke. He's not afraid to tackle (laughs) subject matter that people find offensive or are uncomfortable talking about, but he is funny all the way, and he's got a YouTube channel to prove it. I'm going to play his intro to 10 Second TV. Welcome to 10 Second TV, the show that'll melt your face off. Then you'll have face all over your clothes. You have to change shirts. It'll be a real mess. Let's do it. 10 Second TV, watching on repeat, using up your mobile data. Connect a Wi-Fi. We be in these mean streets. Sometimes it seems bleak, making it look easy. 10 Second TV, yeah. I talked to Mike about 10 Second TV as well as his future projects. He's got one in the works called a Snapzine, but you'll hear all about this from Mike's own mouth. Here we go. Is this the Mike MC? Yes, it is. (laughs) Nice to finally get you. Technology is getting me today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for having me on. Not too much hassle. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm I'm just so glad to have you. And um, I wanted to ask you, because you are on different platforms, The how did you choose Snapchat as your platform? Uh, I just, you know, I, I kind of fell for Snapchat when I, I was late to the smartphone game. <laughs> And I, when I got when I first got a smartphone, I was like, "Hey, uh, you guys want to play words with friends?" And they were like, "Yeah, we stopped playing that years ago." So the the thing everybody was like playing with was Snapchat. Like, yeah, the social media platform. It's something people just have fun with. So yeah. um, I just I you know I got it to, to send stuff to my friends and hang out and have fun and goof off and then it it evolved into something bigger. Yeah, you are one of the more, I I would say, unique people on Snapchat (laughs) and just in general on YouTube as well. Thank you. How how do you describe what you do? Like, I don't even know how to describe what you do. (laughs) Uh, It's hard. I actually, you know... When I when I write on things uh, like for my website for whatever I I start with a very general statement like I make things for the internet <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I try describing but it's hard uh, you know I I I've done tutorial videos I try to put an element of comedy in everything I do that's very important to me um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a huge comedy fan. And I admire stand-up comedy and comics, so I just I really try to keep things funny, um, and and I like a lot of kind of out there weird stuff. I'm really inspired by <laughs> by cartoons and and offensive comedies and and sci-fi and all types of weird stuff. Um, and and I have a background at, at, as a graphic designer with a fine arts degree, so. That of course comes into play, and my first creative pursuit was rap music. So I started mm-hmm. writing lyrics at a young age and started recording at a young age. So 
there's just, you know, I, I just chase whatever venture makes me happy in the moment, and it's created a really interesting skill set. <laughs> yeah. If, if you could describe visually what people would see at any moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what is it that they would see? Because what you said is is interesting, and but it's still when I – Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the influences – I can I can understand when you say you went to art sure. school, film background. So yeah, how does that play into this crazy visual that you create? That you create. Okay, yeah. So on a, on a regular day, if you view my Snapchat story, you might see um, you might see a detailed drawing of of a naked person. <laughs> you might see um, a, a trippy kind of skull thing. Um, with with a weird glitchy background, you might see um, you might see a lot of curse words. You might see um, eggplant drawings. You, you could you could <laughs> oh, yeah. visually I do all types of things, um, and and you know I I try to bring things into action. Like I I made some tutorials on YouTube, so when I made those, I was like, well, I can't. Just, it's no fun, and it's it's not helping me like develop as an artist if I don't throw a curveball in it. So you know, I'll do a do a tutorial with a green screen behind me, and and put animations behind it, or I'll I'll try to find some interesting way to to add an element of comedy to it. Like I early on, I did a lot of the tutorials I started doing. I I was mean. <laughs> to to the audience, I I would call call the viewer terrible names and drink as I did it, and you know make it a little punk rock. Um, and I I'm fascinated with kind of like shock value and and really throwing yeah. people for a loop. So it's not a normal version of whatever I'm doing. So you strike me as somebody who probably appreciates that. Drunk History series? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a really fun series. <laughs> that's yeah. terrible. I think you would be on it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know a lot of history. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have to. <laughs> yeah, it, they seem to stumble their way through the stories sometimes. Yeah, they do. And, um, and I, I get one main word when I think of you and I think provocative would you say that describes you provocative yeah um I it feels vain to say yes but I hope so you know I (laughs) I certainly want to challenge people and make them think and maybe inspire them I think making people think is is the best thing I can do with it besides entertain like bottom line, I want to entertain, but after that, it's like I want to make people think for sure. Yeah, I um, I first came to hear about you through Ten Second TV, and mm-hmm. I know that it's not hiatus, but I would love for you to describe Ten Second TV. Sure. So Ten Second TV is a variety slash talk show on Snapchat. So 
Uh, it is on hiatus, but there were six episodes. Some were, you know, a couple were like six minutes, and some other ones were actually more like 15 minutes. Um, but so it, it, it's the cast is comprised of, of several different Snapchat artists. Um, most of us have our background in visual art, and some other people uh, have, you know, come from other things. Um, Mm-hmm. And each of us kind of hosted a segment on the show. So it, it's almost like, you know, Robot Chicken, where <laughs> where you watch one person do their segment, and then it cuts to static, and then it's the next person's show. So each person has, like, their own little mini show within a show. Um, mm-hmm. I played the role of the talk show host, so I, you know, the episode starts with me bringing you in and then the intro, and then I did a monologue, which, you know, kind of varied as how much of a monologue it actually was and how much of a, a kind of experimental monologue it was. Um, and then other people have their segments. Uh, we had, uh, I'm afraid I'm not going to name them all and I'm going to feel bad, but we had a, a European news uh, with, with Willie of Knack Snaps, um, Make, Do, and Mend. Um, we had uh-huh. uh, Rants with Pinky, so that's Pinky with three eyes, who's kind of well-known as a Snapchat influencer and artist. Uh, we had mm-hmm. uh, Crafty Corner with Taylor, Tatonator, Tatonator9412. Uh, she's uh-huh. an artist and designer. Um, we had... Weather, the weather segment with Master Plum Bob, and he's just, you know, he's been on Snapchat for many years, and he's just kind of an yeah. oddball character, not really a history in visual art. Um, and we had Pump It Up with Panda, and that's Mo the Panda segment, and he did a workout segment. Um, and I did an interview segment. So I, I would interview a random person that it was important that they were on Snapchat. <laughs> you know, we wanted them to be involved since it was a Snapchat show, but we also wanted people that that were big somewhere else. You know, they, they their mm-hmm. focus was on YouTube or Instagram or something, so we'd kind of, you know, stir the pot and mix it up a little bit. Uh, and, oh, yeah. man, did I get everybody's segment? Let's hope so. If not, you know, look up 10-second TV. You'll find them. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm going to, um, after the interview, I'm going to play a, a portion of your interview. Great. <laughs> I think it would have been your first, um, your first 10-second TV. It might have been the first one. And, uh, oh, was it uh, the Albino Herds? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that guy is so funny. I love that guy. Yeah. He's so oh good. <laughs> so I'm going to play a segment of that. But it definitely shows the kind of humor that you have. So, I mean, when I say provocative, um, I mean, it, we we tend to think of, you know, right and wrong. And, and I think sure. what you do is you, yeah, you push those boundaries. And you, uh, I guess you, it's like you're daring us, you know. Is that yeah. correct? That's kind of yeah, no, I I like that. I, I haven't really thought of it as as daring the audience, but yeah, I want to see you know how far I can push it and and dare them to play along. And 
and see when I take a step too far and then have to go backwards a little bit. <laughs> now, um, you said that you are into rap, and of course, I know that on Fridays you do the freestyle Friday. Can you talk about that a little bit on Snapchat? Sure. Yeah, sure. So, freestyle Friday, I don't do it every Friday. Um, I, I probably do it about twice a month. It's just too much to do every time. And I I love the element of surprise. I like just all of a sudden it's Freestyle Friday and you didn't know it was coming or not. Um, so that works like a lot of engagement activities on Snapchat where people will send me videos of them rapping, them freestyling, and I'll repost those to my story. So they have the option to put their snap code on it or write on it or whatever and save it and send it to me in the chat. I'll download it from there and repost it. And and they can get a shout-out out of it if they want, or they can just add to the story. And, and you know, some people are, are rappers and make songs and music and, and have been writing lyrics yeah. for a long time. And some people just like hip-hop or just want to make a fool of themselves or have fun. And so I repost all types of videos, and some of them are very cringeworthy, and some of them are really dope, like great, you know, rhymes. It's really fun. It seemed like last week they were insult, insult freestyles. Yeah, that happens sometimes, too. I mean, last week was, was a weird week. Uh, I think, you know, I did two weeks in a row, and then I was – and I, I think I realized, like, ah. That's why I don't do it every week, because <laughs> last week was was kind of, um, I mean, it, it just I didn't have a lot of the usual people too. Like for some reason yeah. they were busy or or whatever didn't submit, so that that was kind of a bummer. Because I like seeing the same faces too. I like new faces, but it's nice to see people like sticking with it and really building a community. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Definitely. last week was kind of weird. I, I wasn't. I was kind of disappointed with it. But overall, there. I mean, I, I don't know how many people sent things in. It was a good number at the end of the night. But I, I kind of wanted more out of it. <laughs> I um, I wanted to ask, with all the stuff that you're doing, the creative stuff that you're doing, how much of that requires technology outside of the Snapchat platform? Uh, a lot of it. A lot of it. Uh-huh. Um, but but less than you'd expect sometimes. There's a yeah. lot of little things that I've discovered within the Snapchat app to to bend rules and, you know, weird glitchy things you can do. And, and a lot of people know the tricks to, to doing some of that stuff, zooming in on emojis to get – you know, gradient patterns and that kind of stuff. People figure that stuff out. Um, So some things I do do within the app that people really are asking me how I achieve them. And I'm like, well, I use the scissors tool and I use the pen tool and I film a video and I use those on top of it. (laughs) I try to make it convoluted. Um, But I definitely use a lot of outside uh, tools. I... I'm, you know, since I went to school for design and art, I I learned a lot of the Adobe Suite program. So I use 
Illustrator, Photoshop, InDesign, or I don't really use InDesign for Snapchat often, but Illustrator, Photoshop, uh, After Effects, Premiere, um, GarageBand when I'm making original music, which has came uh-huh. came into play for for 10 second TV or all, all oh, types I of ask stuff. You. So <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of a lot of tech. Yeah, you know, you build it up over time. It, right. And and I still don't know everything about any of the programs I use, but uh, <laughs> I I kind of like to approach things as like like for 10 second TV, I filmed with a green screen for my first time ever. I'd never used a green screen before, but I I Googled it and I figured it out. <laughs> and and right. it wasn't like the best chroma key, but it worked totally fine and people liked it and it was a surprise effect. So I think, you know, any anytime you don't know how to do something, it's an opportunity to learn. Yeah, most definitely. Um, you mentioned music and GarageBand. I use GarageBand a lot for music yeah. for my podcast. But that song cool. that you play for a 10-second TV, how did that come about? <laughs> oh, that was me. Uh, yeah, that was all me. I, uh, I I was just goofing around. I knew we needed something to start with, and that was very early in the conception. We didn't have any segments we had kind of you know most of us had kind of talked about what segments we wanted to do but you know nothing was filmed no images or idea of the brand yet and i just (laughs) somebody suggested that i did it i can't remember who it was but somebody said you know michael do you want to work on that and i said yeah and so i i just kind of sat down i i can't beatbox well so I beatboxed, and but you know you layer a couple of mediocre beatboxes in GarageBand, and you uh, and you put some effects on them so they sound unique and intentional, <laughs> and then I rapped over it and screwed the voice down real low, and then I threw yeah. in a couple you know GarageBand instrument notes, uh, not a lot, but there's a few in there. Yeah, it's it's a unique. Um, a song. I mean, I I like it. I really dig it. It's funny. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. When you hear it, you know you're about to listen to something funny. And um. Yeah, yeah. Really I miss Ten Second TV. I do hope you guys can bring it back if you got the time. I know it takes a lot of you know coordination and energy and cooperation amongst everybody. I mean, it. I applaud you for getting six episodes out. Yeah, it's it's really hard to get, you know, eight adults on the same page when when we're on different sides of the country or, or you know, Willie was in is in the UK, so <laughs> that's even harder, but it's yeah, it's difficult to to get everybody on the same page, same due dates and uh coordinate how the flow of the episode's gonna go. Um but you know, we're all still together. We have a chat on Snapchat, a group chat. So we're all still in that. We post in that every day. We're, we talk, we're friends. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we talk about doing another season. There's no, you know, we haven't put it to a vote 
and none of us are ready to jump in right now and release something, but, you know, it's, yeah. it's on our minds for sure. What do you what do you think it is about Snapchat that people are willing to get together and do something for free <laughs> to entertain? <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, right? Like that's so irrational. <laughs> um, do all that work for free? Uh, yeah. I mean, part of it for sure is is the is the hopes that it'll lead to something bigger one day. We're all, anybody who's putting their time into Snapchat and really working and improving on whatever skills it is, is building a unique portfolio um, that that shows, you know, like a very self-made, um, a self-made image of yourself and, and, and branding right. and, and really, you know, it, it is advancing you personally for sure. Um, yeah, and I, I, if it didn't do that, people wouldn't be involved. But You're also, right. it's it's the same reason why I, I like Snapchat more than other social media platforms is it's just it's fun. For some reason, it's just fun. And yeah, and even when you work really hard on stuff, and it kind of sucks a little bit of the fun out of it, you're you're kind of you you get it back when you see the response. You know, if you put yeah. work into it and you have a little bit of an audience, you'll get a response back and that'll feed the monster for the next day, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree. And I, I also agree with the point you made about um, building your skills. I've had people say that they were scared of live streaming, for example, and being on Snapchat gave them that experience in small doses that they could take, you know, and then they got feedback and they got braver and they just did it more and more. And so I yeah. think you're, you're right. I do for me too, you know? Sure. Yeah. And, and I can relate to, to the live reading thing. I mean, not live reading specifically, but talking to a camera is not something I was ever comfortable with, um, and I'm a lot more comfortable with it now. I still, you know, I have stage fright problems and, and that kind of stuff. I still feel weird mm -hmm. talking to, a, you know, a selfie camera walking down the street still feels really weird to me. Um, but, but Snapchat has really, you know, made me a lot more comfortable with just picking up the phone and talking to it real quick and posting something which is, you know, a pretty essential skill for Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what does your family think of all your endeavors? Um, I, I pick and choose what they see. Uh, but but 10 Second TV, my my family's seen all of that. Uh, my sisters are, are really, you know, supportive, do whatever you want kind of thing. And and my parents are kind of like uh they don't they don't like the vulgar stuff they don't like the things that might uh be on on the sacrilegious side or political side um right. I come from a pretty vanilla family, very conservative catholic family um mm -hmm. but but it's not a a surprise I rebelled as a child, but I'm respectful to them and i don't I don't shove it in their faces. Uh, I keep right. it sort of separate, but 
anytime they want to engage and talk about it, I'm, I'm like happy, happy to. And I, I was happy to share. I'm happy to share things like 10 second TV with my parents because those are the kind of things where it's like, hey, you might not like every joke in this, but this is like <laughs> a good way for you to see what I'm doing, and you to see like that that the work is turning into things. Um, right. <laughs> but, you know, I I have a stable job and I'm living fine and, you know, debt free. So they're like, yeah, they're, they're not too concerned about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So the, uh, the other part of all the things you do um, is that you're on different social media platforms. So you're not just on Snapchat. You're not just on YouTube. Um, yeah. I have seen you on Twitter. <laughs> what about yep. Instagram, Facebook, all these others? Sure. So I'm, I, uh, I have a Facebook page and I'm, I'm trying to post something every day and I'm trying not to post the same thing that I just posted on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I, I try to use it as a, as a place to kind of, um, get another layer of response or remind people that other things are going on and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm, I'd say that's like my least active thing is my Facebook page. Instagram, I don't post a lot. And I did have a streak where I was posting on the story every day. And I'd like to get back to that. But I, my, if you look at my Instagram feed, which is the Michael MC, because somebody took the Mike MC, but there isn't a page <laughs> registered for it. It's so frustrating. Um, but so my Instagram feed is a, is a lot more deliberate. Like if you scroll through it, you'll see I've organized the way uh, things are. Each square is in like an exact place. <laughs> but I tried <laughs> to not make it like a checkerboard or, you know, something, a really cliche collage. Um but so that that's more gradual, and I use that as kind of a portfolio tool. Um, okay. And then Twitter for all my one-liners. Uh, <laughs> any any kind of like thing that I feel like is a little too. I don't I don't like posting preachy things on my personal Facebook or anything. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. I don't want to engage with people that disagree, and it seems like people don't really fight me on Twitter. So I'm like okay. I can say things there. Um, So they all kind of have their own purpose for me. But Snapchat is the only thing where I, you can really see how my day's going. Mm -hmm. I'm not like a vlogger on Snapchat so much, but I, you know, it's, it's the daily feed. It's the unfiltered real me. And uh, it's kind of anything goes. Yeah. What what would you say you love most about Snapchat? Um, oh, that's so hard. <laughs> I think that that I never know what's going to be in my inbox. Um, you know, partly comes with the more followers you get, but it's also from from my friends and stuff too. I really never know what I'm going to get on a day. I feel like I can scroll down the Facebook timeline, I could predict what I'm going to see right now and be right. But with Snapchat, I I don't know what I'm going to see. I don't know if I'm going to see a penis. 
I don't know if I'm if I'm gonna if I'm gonna see a video of a cat chasing a laser pointer or somebody breaking into a store across the street or it's it's so like unpredictable the crazy things that strangers will send you. It's it's bizarre. <laughs> that is absolutely true. <laughs> now yeah, and it's like... and it's a social tool too. I I yeah. can probably you know that's the point of that is like it's it's very direct. Obviously we have the story feature, but it's its focus is on direct conversations, and you really can develop relationships that way, and it's it's just pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that that's definitely true for me too. I find it easiest to make real friends on Snapchat and yeah, these people every day, and you you know you wonder how they're doing. I um, yeah, and it's not so convoluted that like. You know, you if you message people on Twitter, they don't always respond because they don't check their inbox. But if you don't right. check your inbox on Snapchat, what are you doing? So, so <laughs> it's easier to connect with people, I think. I think so too. What would you say you like least about Snapchat? Um, that's tough too. Uh, I I. I stand with all the Snapchat artists who dislike that they removed the transparent black and white on Android. I definitely think that was kind of, I don't know why they did that, but they did it. Uh, But that can't be my least favorite thing. I think, okay, my least favorite thing is the spam. The the fact that, you know, people want to raise their Snap score and will, send anything to everybody on their list to do it. It's yeah. It's frustrating. I I try not to let it get to me, but that's definitely the most annoying part of it to me. Yeah, you you get a, a, a snap from someone who hasn't snapped you before and you're like, Oh, that's nice and you open it and it says a big letter S. <laughs> yeah, or it's nothing. Or it's like their feet or knees or like just a ground or a jacket. Like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely frustrating. You probably make something funny out of that. Yeah, I that's tricky too because it's it's been done a lot. I've seen so many people rant and rave about it, and I've ranted and raved about it plenty of times too. I'm not like, oh, I'm so original. No, I've done it too. So I I think like. People are almost sick of other people complaining about it. They relate to it, but they're kind of sick of, you know, everybody deals with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I pretty much ignore it now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the best policy. Probably. Um, well, to wind down, I would like to know where people can find you and connect with you. Sure. Um the best place is Snapchat, for sure. So okay. uh, the see on Snapchat, obviously. And and tell me that you found me from this podcast, if that's where you found me from. That's a great way to, like, you know, start a conversation with somebody. It's If you just add me and don't say anything, then we might never become friends. <laughs> but if you add me and say, hey, I found you here, like, we can start talking, and that would be great. Great advice, too. 
Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm guilty of it too. You know, I'll add somebody and forget to message them immediately and then forget where I added them from. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, um, so is Twitter a decent place to find? You yeah, or? I'm, yeah, yeah Twitter's right. a good place too. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm everywhere. Uh, I'm everywhere. <laughs> so if you search the Mike and see, you can message me on any platform and I'll try to pay attention to it. But Twitter um, is, is also a great place or Instagram. I respond to all my Instagram messages to uh, the Michael and see. Um, but those, those are probably the three best places. Okay. And I will put ad links in the comments, so that will make it easy for people to connect with you. And your, um, you said your hashtag event is kind of random, but it's Freestyle Friday. And I thought you had one more. Yeah, yeah. I've got one more thing coming up, um, which is the Snap Zine. Okay. So right. I, I just kind of, you know, um, zines are underground magazines, if you're not familiar with what those are. So they're uh -huh. generally made quickly on a photocopier with, you know, tape and paper. Just put things together <laughs> and make a kind of punk rock mini magazine. Yeah. So, so that's kind of the history of it. And I really wanted to get more pull from other creative people and connect with more creative people on Snapchat. So I thought that that would be a great format because it, it's a little bit of everything. You can put anything in a zine. It can be an article, a poem, a drawing, a painting, whatever you want to document in it. And Snapchat as like this kind of slideshow presentation type app, like yeah. that's the perfect kind of form for like a digital booklet. You know, you tap to go yeah. to the next page. So, I really loved that idea, and then I, you know, I'm gonna, I, I have, I have all my submissions in for the first issue, and okay. I'm, I just have to, you know, doctor them to all fit and and work as one cohesive project, and then I'm gonna release it. And I haven't told anybody when, but I've put up like the kind of zine trailer a bunch of times in my story. And lots of people are asking about it. I've promoted it mm -hmm. on other places. I'm just trying to get people kind of excited and, like, curious about what it's going to look like. And then I'm yeah, just going to drop know. it out of nowhere. Okay. Well, if you need any promotion or help or anything, just let me know because I'd be very happy to, to put the word out. Sure. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and there's going to be a, another component to the to the Snapchat story version. Okay. It's not just going to be on Snapchat, but I'm I don't want to say too much now. I'm still figuring everything out, but it it's going to be a little I'm trying to put an original kind of twist and in a way that you can take it home with you. Oh, okay. All right. It sounds like you've just got a lot of creativity that's dying to come out because I can try to tell <laughs> There's going to be more stuff in the future. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, it's, I, I'm kind of playing it by ear. You know, 10-second TV went great. There are some things I'd change, things I wouldn't, and, and, you know, maybe that'll come back. 
And this zine, I'm really excited for this first issue, but I'm not promising a second one. I'm, you know, whatever, whatever I'm like, whatever drives me is what I'm going to keep yeah. working on. So, you know, they're all learning experiences if they don't keep evolving. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited for the snap scene, so I'm definitely going to keep my eye out for that. <laughs> definitely. I'll I'll try to remind you when it when it comes out yeah. so you don't miss it. And especially ten second TV. If you do any more episodes, I'm definitely I want to let the audience know, and I'm going to play that. Okay. <laughs> for sure. But um, is there anything else that you would like the audience to know about you, or anything you want to leave with us? Oh, oh! You're putting me on the spot. I feel like I have to say something <laughs> sincere and profound now. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, not not really. I I just you know, say hi to me. I like getting to know people, and and uh, that that's what it's all about. It's supposed to be social, so let's uh, yeah. let's talk. <laughs> Yeah, so I hope you get some new people out of this. I hope I get some new people out of this, for goodness sakes. <laughs> yeah, I hope you do, too, or else that means my following doesn't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mike, and I have a feeling I'll probably be talking to you again sometime when you do your next new thing. Awesome, yeah. Thanks so much for having me. This was fun. Yeah, well, you have a great evening. Will do. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm going to play an, a snippet from 10 Second TV in which Mike interviews comedian Nathan Hurd. It's a great example of the style that you can expect from the irreverent Mike McAdams. And uh, by the way, Nathan Hurd has a Snapchat account also. I should warn you ahead of time that if you are not a fan of foul language, you might want to just be prepared. Otherwise, enjoy. Today on the show, we have Nathan Hurd. Nathan is a black albino comedian and actor. Nathan, does it ever get old being introduced as a black albino? Yeah, getting introduced as a black albino all the time definitely gets old. You wouldn't do that to anybody. You wouldn't do that to your motherfucker in a wheelchair. Hey, this is my friend Charles. He's in a wheelchair. Motherfucker, I can see that. It's fucked up. It implies that the only thing I am is a black albino. Hey, man, this is Nathan. Uh, he's a black albino because he is uninteresting in every other facet. So let's talk about that, motherfucker. I'm interested, damn it!